0: Yo, 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 what is going on, podcast crew? Hope you guys are all feeling great today and staying warm. Uh, just something, I'm gonna try and make this quick. Every time, I feel like every time I say I'm gonna make the podcast quick, it always like turns out not to be that way. But uh, something interesting I wanted to, to talk about, something that is definitely difficult for me, uh, is kind of is kind of knowing when to kind of, when you need help. And not because you're unable to do something, but because you don't have that perspective that someone else on the other side of the problem has. Uh, and this kind of came to me the other day. Uh, I was in Paris again, uh, and I was I was in the metro, which is a very uh, kind of almost a depressing place if you guys have ever been to Paris and you know what the metro is like. Um, and as the doors open, it was kind of packed, and the doors open, and you know people come out and people are coming in. And the last person to try to come in was this was this was a couple, and they had a stroller with the baby in it, and they were trying to get they were trying to raise the stroller up and get it in the metro before the doors were closing. And as I was standing there, you know, they didn't see that their front wheel was blocked. Their wheel, the front wheel, was almost coming off, and it was stuck between the the door where the where the doorstep is on the metro and the ground. So he was raising up and not understanding what was going on. because the wheel was coming off, and even though he knows what he needs to do, he knows he, he knows he needs to get in. He knows his objective. He didn't have the same perspective that me, who was in front of him, on the on the back on the back of, in the back of the metro against the other other door on the opposite side, and the guy who was sitting down next to that door had. So as the door started beeping, which means you got about four seconds to get in there, I the, the guy sitting next to the door kind of reached his arm down, picked up one side of the the stroller from the front. And I reached and grabbed the front of the stroller and the wheel and lifted it into the metro just as him and his wife got into the metro. And, you know, it was kind of like a moment where, you know, he had, f- I, I, no, I can't remember. I don't think he had headphones on, but the guy who held my headphones on, I had my headphones on. And th- maybe we all didn't even speak the same language, but it was a head nod and, and at both of us. And then I looked at the guy who helped and gave him a head nod as well. And a third person even came, walked over, and screwed in the wheel and gave a smile and the head nod. And we all helped each other out to make that simple thing happen, like getting a stroller into the metro. But it was four totally different perspectives of, of that that guy needed. Basically, definitely two. He could have done it on his own because he didn't see the wheel was coming off and the door was closing. And he has a child. The child was in the, in the stroller. And I think a lot of times that we don't always have to ask for help because I know that can be a hard thing especially for me um you know but we can always listen to what people are saying who have different perspectives one reason why you know when people say negative things to me or they say anything I, I don't get mad it is a little bit sad but at the same time I always search for what many truth can I get out of that you know even if it's something that's horrible you know, every day there's comments that are negative. I mean, you guys don't see them because it's from videos that I've done in the past. But every day there's comments of people like, what are you doing here? Americans shouldn't be here. Or I get all kinds of crazy comments. And now I'm like, huh, let's search for the, what can I take from this? You know, and if, worst case scenario, you take it as some people just are really clueless to how the world really is now. Um, but a lot of times just taking like... Like, you know, maybe there is a little bit of truth there. Maybe, maybe I do need to change my story up. Maybe I do need to stop shaking the camera so much when I'm walking. Maybe I need, do need to do this. All of it goes into consideration. It's all processed, but some of it just gets, just gets passed up. So everything, it's just like eating food. I hate to be disgusting, but when you eat food, everything is going into your body, but your body chooses what it wants to use to make itself better. And then if it chooses the wrong thing, it makes your body fat. And then the rest of the stuff it doesn't need, it just comes right out. You know, it's a very graphic example, but it's something very true that we should take into consideration with our mind as well. We can still take in everything. I I don't don't necessarily believe in like trying to ignore the problem or acting like it doesn't exist. Um, You know, because I feel like that can set yourself up for a huge shock because the world is not what you want it to be, the world is how it is. And if you choose to ignore certain things, I think that you're making a mistake. I mean, I'm not judging you if you are, which is perfectly fine, but understand that the world is a lot bigger than what you've experienced. You know, me personally, I was raised in kind of a house where things were a little bit sheltered. You know, growing up, I didn't watch a lot of TV. I didn't listen to a a lot of music and all that kind of stuff. So when I left my home, I was a little bit shocked at like the world, for example, because I had been sheltered from so much. And that was a bit of a shock where I could have really derailed completely. Because you, 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 you go from not having one thing to having it and it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy difference. And I think because I always had people that I looked up to in real life and people who I didn't know in real life but I just followed them, I learned from them so I didn't make mistakes. But if I didn't have those people, I would have been really screwed a thousand percent because something, if you're not used to it and you go a long time without it, you can when you finally do experience it, you can go crazy. Um, you know, one experience that I I didn't experience, but I met someone who did, um, I wanna say, and it's so funny that I mentioned this because this person just wrote me probably about a week ago. I gotta respond back to them actually, by the way. Um, but you know, I have this friend and she, she lived in Africa and um, you know when she was in when she was living in Africa in this tribe, they were part of some kind of mission or something. And and they said while they were there, there's another group of people that came, and this tribe had never been in contact with a lot of things. They had never drinking any Coca-Cola. They had never had any alcohol. They had never had seen a cigarette. So when these other people came into the same tribe where my friend was, or they were in another tribe, but it was close. They were like, they heard of one night that there was a huge, like, kind of massacre at this tribe next door. Or not next door, but that was close to them. And I was like, oh, really? Like a massacre? Like, what do you mean? They were like, yeah, because what happened was these people who had came down and were, I guess, camping or whatever they were doing, they decided to share their alcohol with these tribesmen. And these tribesmen had never had any of this. Maybe at all in their, in their, in all of their generations, they never had alcohol. And they said that what happened was when this, when this tribe tried alcohol, they all started to like kill each other. Like it just brought out something insane in them. And it was something really crazy. It was like, I think it was maybe four or five of them that just had it and they just went insane. And, you know, I think that. That's something that is just like crazy when you when you haven't experienced certain things and some things can be such a big shock of course maybe not on a massacre level or not on a a dangerous level but it could be a shock regardless and that's not to say that you guys should try dangerous stuff or do anything crazy but it's saying to just know that it's out there you know don't act like it's not out there you know. I think that, that's, that, that ignorance is not, it's not an excuse. That you should know that, hey, if you do this, this is dangerous. It's not saying that you need to do it to find out. You don't have to put your hand on a, on a, in the oven and touch the, touch, the, touch the oven when it's burning hot. And burn your hand to know that it's hot. But understand, don't ignore it. Like, it's not going to be hot. If you do this, it is. And you're going to be hurt. And it's something that I think people should know. For every good thing that you see in something, there's a bad as well. That is maybe equally, if not more effect, be equally, if not able even more so to affect you than the goodwill. And I think that sometimes you need to weigh that out before it, which is just why the other day, maybe four or five episodes ago, I was talking about the importance of reading because it gives you more information. It gives you another person's perspective. So you don't make the same mistakes or you at least know what can happen if you do this. Not that it's wrong, but don't think that any one way is perfect. Don't think that just because you did it this way that this is the more, maybe this is the safer way, but there's always ups and downs and things that you miss. There's always. You know, a lot of people look at me as I'm traveling and I'm moving, I'm going all the time, and they say, wow, it must be awesome being able to travel and be in different countries and then traveling for months at a time, and yeah, it is awesome, and I absolutely love it 100,000 million percent, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that I sacrifice that a lot of people would not be willing to sacrifice to do it. You know, and I think that that's the side that maybe you don't see, and a lot of people don't see. Like, you know, I was talking with my friend the other day, or last night, as a matter of fact, and we were talking about, like, animals and stuff, and I was like, you know, if I had, like, a normal life, I would love to have a dog. I think I would have, like, two or three dogs. But I'm like, with my, and then my friend's like, yeah, you know, you're right. And and they're like, yeah, but Luke, with the way you live, it'd be hard. And I was like, exactly. With the way I live and the way I want to live at this point in time in my life, that's not, it's not a, it's not a valuable option. It's not something that I could really do because the happiness of having a dog at this point in time, which if it happened, if I found a dog on the street or something like this, this is different. But if I had to plan, if there was something I can control, having it at this point in time would not be the best option right now with the things that I wanna do. It doesn't align with the things that I'm trying to work on and I'm trying to do. But it's a sacrifice I make that a lot of people aren't willing to make. I, I just met someone in Paris the other day and they were talking about their brother. It was at a restaurant, they were closing, so I stayed after and talked to all these people for a while, the workers there and the owner. and. You know, we were standing there talking, and one of the waitresses came over. And we were talking; she got involved in too, and she's saying, "Yeah, my brother lives out in LA, and she had never left uh, Paris for the last, I think, thirty years or twenty twenty nine years. She'd been living there, and she was saying that she just, like, didn't know. She really didn't want to." She was a little bit scared to get out. I can't remember exactly where I was going with that, but they were scared to get out of their comfort zone. They were worried about what would happen if they did it. They were they 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 didn't know if they couldn't deal with. I know what I was gonna say. They said that they had problems dealing with being away from their family for so long. Like I was like, you can't go for five days. No, it wasn't like they were married or anything, relationship or nothing. They just to be away from their mom, their brothers. It was hard enough that her one brother was already living in L.A., but she said she couldn't be be away from them for more than five days. She didn't think she could and that's something that is something that a lot of people don't realize that it's a hard there's a hard part to what you what what is required to have a certain kind of lifestyle there's a certain kind of thing i was talking with my friend the other day as a matter of fact and i was like you know we were talking about i was saying that you know we were i can't remember exactly what they were. we were talking about i think we were talking about just summer and we were talking about the last time we were all together and um and i, have, I haven't seen this person for a long time and they were like yeah you know since i haven't seen you i've gained like five or six pounds or five or six kilos, which is like maybe 10 or 12 pounds because they have been working the whole time and not moving. And we got to the point talking where I was like, yeah, and kind of me, I'm kind of the opposite where I have driven just moving. And I was like, but both, both options are okay. Maybe because we are talking about paying the price. And I was saying, so I'm moving for at least two hours a day in trainings all the time and playing in games on the weekends and only having Sunday to really recover. And it's been like that for 10 months for the last 15, 16 years of my life it has been just like that for 10 months. And this is how it's been. But I was like, you know what? Now at 32 years old, I pay the price. Like I'm paying the price. It's not a steep price, but I'm like, I wake up in the mornings and the first four or five, six steps are always a little bit difficult you know especially after those overtime wins and getting up the next day and you know I'm kind of active and stuff like that so I don't really have a day when I just relax and I was like but I pay the price that's the price that I pay and in eight years the price will be even more and in 12 years it'll be even more I'll pay the price for having a whatever 14 18 20 year pro career I will pay the price and it's something that I know that I have to accept So being a pro athlete now is awesome, running around, enjoying, traveling the world, doing all the things that I love doing is great, but there's a price to pay later. And just as I told my friend, and they were laughing, like, yeah, that's so true, but I was like, hey, but look at the same for you, because you're not moving, you're not working out, you'll have a price to pay later as well, and you're actually paying now. You've gained five kilos, you're paying the price right now, and if you were to look inside your body, then you're probably paying the price. And we were joking. I was like, you know, you might have all these problems in eight, nine years if you don't move, which is why it's important. I think you should move and do some kind of working out or something every day. Walking for 30 minutes, will do the trick. You're okay, moving, you know? And I was like, there's a price to pay no matter what end of the spectrum you're on. There's no, like, there's no one thing I'm gonna do and this is gonna cover everything. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all. You have a certain, every single thing has its price you pay just as if one one profound thing, I've been listening to a lot. I'm talking about a lot, like hours and hours, hours of Jordan Peterson. I love this guy. He's probably one of the best speakers I've ever heard. Um, and he's so smart. It's incredible. He's a psychologist. If you guys don't know, his name is Jordan B. Peterson. He wrote the book, 12 Rules of Life. Uh, that's actually third on my list next of books that I'm reading. Um, But it's crazy. And he talked about one time in one interview about the price that people pay. And people fail to realize the price of staying in something. Like people work a job that they hate and they think that the price of quitting and getting a new job is too much. But they don't factor in the price of staying with that job that they hate. How much that will infect their entire life. That will really infect their happiness. And people don't People can't grasp that concept, you know, for me, one of the biggest lessons I learned and I tell this all the time to people when I meet them IRL um, or when I meet people in real life and friends that I have and stuff like this. I was like when I was younger, I thought that strength meant holding on to something like I was in a lot of situations that I felt I had to stay in because I was a strong person. Like, to be a strong person, I had to stay. I had to stay with these group of people. I had to stay with this person. I had to stay in whatever situation I was in. That's strong. And then, as I when I finally let go of the situation and, and moved on in my life, and I look back at that little situation that was just a little small part of my life, I realized that true strength was would be letting go. Like, that's where the real strength is. The real strength is letting go. Anyone can hold on to something and you can you can confuse that as strength. But I realize that true strength, it, it, it's really letting go of things. And at the same time, it's understanding that holding on and letting go, there's prices to pay either way. And it's easier to see the price if you let go because you can imagine that. And you know what it's gonna be like. You can see a lot further in the future of letting go quitting your job that's one thing behind you and now you have the unknown ahead of you which scares the life out of people you know and I'm an unknown guy like I I should make a I'll make a totally different episode about this but I am a 100% unknown guy I prefer the unknown than I prefer the known that interests me more like, I will be with a bunch of people that I've met traveling. We'll go to a place. We'll be having a fun time. It's about 4 o'clock in the morning. There's two hours left that we can enjoy and go other places. And no one wants to change places because we're having a good time. And it's getting kind of tired. Everyone's losing energy. And I'm like, guys, let's try another place. And people are like, no, 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 but this is okay. I was like, yeah, that's true. But we're only here for last night. Let's go and do something. Let's try But it's the unknown. And that scares people. And for me, I, I love the unknown. Like, you know, I, I love the unknown because it, it, it's going it, to, as long as it doesn't kill you, I'm not saying like, hey, I, we're in the middle of the, we're in the middle Atlantic Ocean. Like, let's just go to the unknown. Let's put the compass away and just start sailing. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that don't fear the unknown, you know, don't run away from it because what you know, you don't really know as well as you think. You know, if you quit your job that all of a sudden now you got to look for finances and what's going to happen. There's a lot of unknown there. And you think, well, if I stay with my job, I know I'm going to... No, but you, do you know? Do you know in four years there won't, there won't be a recession and they won't fire you? Do you know that? Do you know that you'll be unhappy every single day that you return home and that's going to affect your relationships that you have with people, your family, your kids, whatever it is? Like, that's something that we don't really think of because that's not so easy. We don't see the effect of everything. You know, you don't know the effect that, that you can make until it's too late. You know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of the... The the, the big challenge, you know, and honestly, I can't remember how I, I can't remember exactly how I started this podcast, but I know this episode, excuse me, but I know that there's sacrifices in everything. And I think that know the price. This could have, this, this whole thing, I, I, this is what happens when you don't plan the, you don't plan the podcast. You just kind of start out. But I think, oh, I know I'm talking about needing help. (laughs) And a lot of times having someone's perspective from another angle who has done what you've done can help guide you a little bit more from someone who who wants to get out of the rat race talk to someone who's got out follow someone who has done that follow someone who has quit their job and traveled the world like follow them be close to them be friends figure out how they do it I guarantee you they'll love to talk to you about it like my best friend Russell who you see in the vlog he did this a while ago this is what like drew me to him instantly he quit his job and traveled the world for two years and that was just like a huge thing quit your job sell everything boom like talk to someone who's done it, read about someone who's done it, read a book from someone who's done it, follow them on YouTube, listen to a talk. There's people who've done what it is you're trying to do. So as much as you think is unknown and you hear the horror stories, look, there is equal amount of success stories as well for the people who are serious about it. And that would be my challenge to you. Sometimes we don't need help. But it never hurts to get someone else's perspective on on a certain thing that you want to do or a certain goal that you want to accomplish. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope you guys have a great day. Please send your suggestions, anything you guys want to hear. More of in the podcast, LukeLifeCharms at gmail.com or Instagram, LukeLifeCharms. That would be great. Great talking to you guys. Hope that it helped. Hope it helped one person out there. Then that will be my my, I will feel very fulfilled from that. Want to thank you guys for listening. Wish you guys all a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you guys all later. And this is Luke from Luke Life Charms. Over and out.